enough trust in the Dolphins. Why should anyone at this point uh, for them to cover it? But I just stayed away from it because I figured that defense would show up for them, and they did not. And don't look now, but that team is awful. I mean, look, I get that Tua got hurt, but no one thought Tua was going to be Dan Marino this season anyway. The strength of this team is the defense and the coaching, and they are a mess. The yeah. Dolphins are a hot mess. They have all kinds of issues, even when Tua comes back. I don't know the remedy for that. I'll give you a team. And you know I've been riding with this team since the offseason when you and I were arguing every week. I loved what the Bears did today. Now, I didn't have the cojones to take them on the money line. I liked them to cover, and they didn't want outright. And Justin Fields, I've said it over and over again, the more reps you give him, the more trust you give him, the more you open up the playbook for him. I would like to see the Bears run him more. I think that's the next – a step in his evolution and next wrinkle in that offense. But I love what the Bears did on the road in Vegas against a Vegas team that we think is pretty good. We know they're not great, Brandon, but they're pretty good. And they dominated that game. I mean, this Bears team is built to win. As evidence, they were a playoff team last year, Sprager. No one talks yeah. about that with Mitch Trubisky. So mm -hmm. I look at this and I'm like, look, you have a good defense. I think Nagy's a decent coach. Uh, you got to get Montgomery back healthy. And if Fields can continue to take that next step, I don't see why this team can't go after a wild card. So I was impressed with the Bears today. Yeah, they made good strides with Fields. I think he just got to feel more and more comfortable. Weird week for the Raiders. You know, I, I think the Raiders are one of those, we'll look back in a week or two, if not today, and we'll realize maybe they were a little bit fool's gold. They were down double digits in multiple games that they ended up coming back and winning. Uh, impressive for the Bears to go on the road. In fact, today, uh, the favorite versus the dog, eight and five going into the primetime games, and three of those five dogs straight up won. They didn't just wow. cover, they straight up won. Uh, today was also a really impressive day, kind of looking through the landscape of the NFL and kind of looking forward to the next week. I think we need to keep our eyes on what Arizona is. I thought that was a really impressive spot. Uh, to get a win and, and cover the number, too, because they came into that, and a lot of people were kind of liking San Francisco. Maybe mm -hmm. Arizona was feeling too good about themselves. They moved to 5-0. and And then one team I couldn't have been more wrong about preseason, that, man, they look as legit as any team, the Dallas Cowboys beating the brakes oh. off the New York football Giants. I know Daniel Jones ended up getting hurt, and Mike Glennon had to play. But to watch what Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott did today, making big play after big play, the defense coming – and putting the pressure on the Giants and holding them to 20 points. To watch the Giants move to 4-1 in that fashion against a division foe, man, we need to start talking about the Cardinals and the Cowboys. Do we have a collision course with those two teams? Because right now they're playing as good as any other team in the National Football League. Listen, I'll give you the Cardinals, okay? That was an impressive win because we haven't really seen them win that way. We haven't seen them in a, in a rock fight. We haven't seen them in a fury wilder type center of the ring exchanging haymakers both fighters getting knocked to the canvas you got to get back up get in there rock come on kid we haven't seen the cardinals win that way yet and they did against the niners i'll give you that i'm not giving you the cowboys now listen i'm not saying they haven't been impressive this season i'm not saying and i think we talked about this last week if you say cowboys are in the nfc title game do you bat an eye no i i get it i'm fine with it it's a balanced offense. Defense is overachieving, but playing better. But listen, I'm not giving you Cowboys impressive over the Giants. You just glossed over the fact that Daniel wow. Jones got hurt. How's Daniel Jones 
Saquon Barkley, Galladay, all devastating injuries. I mean, you can't just gloss over that. They lost half their team in the game. Of course they're going to get smoked. By the way, before all those injuries started mounting up, the Giants were hanging in there. They were hanging in there, but you know what? You can't penalize a team because the other team got injuries. They took care of business. They moved to 4-1. and one. And now they move, they go on the road, they get New England, who's coming off of a barely win. Your perfect companion to like Football win. Sunday. You're listening to Inside the Betting Lines, presented by BetMGM, and only on the BetQL Network. Start your day with a daily tip featuring Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger. Weekday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on The Bet. Presented by BetMGM. But I do love Halloween, especially Halloween candy. Then I got Reese's Pumpkins because it's the number one Halloween candy of all time. And especially in the rankings, I think Reese's eggs seasonally are the best Reese's. But for me, it's Reese's Pumpkins or bust when it comes to Halloween candy. What about you? I'll tell you what I don't like. Peeps and or candy corn, work of the devil. If someone gives you yeah, peeps for candy corn, defriend them, break up with them, disgust. Are you ready for today's insult of the day? Hashtag bullying. Oh, God, yes. Let's just hear it, Chelsea. All right, Jinx is so old that he gives out Werther's original at Halloween. That's right, I do. And Chelsea, I'll tell you something. I had a roll of Werther's for you, and you're not getting a single one. Bunch of candy corn for you. You ungrateful lass. The Daily Tip, morning 6 to 9 Eastern from the BetQL Network. Your home for wagertainment. It's BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth, presented by FanDuel, 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. There's a man in Pleasant Grove, Alabama, got his hands on some meth, and then found himself at the Grove Athletic Complex press box, surrounded by a pile of food and drugs. Um, (laughs) 
It's called Friday Night, the Ostrowski Household. I think he, like, stole a car, broke into the press box. When I, so when I first saw the story, I mistakenly thought this was a member of the press because he was in the press <laughs> box. <laughs> so it's not. He just found his way into the press box. That makes it... It makes it right. makes more sense. Yeah. You thought a you thought a member of the media was on meth eating chicken fingers in the press box. <laughs> Who and else goes to the press out. box? BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth, presented by FanDuel, nine to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. The sports betting world never sleeps, so wrap up your day with BetMGM Tonight, featuring Ryan Horvat, Quentin Mayo, and Trista Crick, 7 to 11 Eastern, from the BetQL Network. Jared Goff has been to a, a Super Bowl more recently than Aaron Rodgers. Oh, <laughs> Let's yes. go. We yeah. have four straight hours of Trista Crick making bad jokes about the Packers to irritate Ryan Horvat. This is true, you but make sure but the, you don't touch the that difference was, The difference was in the games... Aaron Rodgers won his and won Super Bowl MVP, Whoa. whereas Jared Goff two years later was um, exiled. But Todd, Todd Gurley's knee was like shredded to yes. pieces at that point. <laughs> well, yes. Sean, Sean McVay was the quarterback of that team. This is exactly what tonight is going to be. Oh no! I, I can't literally wait for walk Aaron off Rod- Aaron Rodgers three and out. Oh, I hope it starts off bad. Oh no! Because I'm going to have to no, get in between love, these two. I'm I all the way on this Ryan. side. BetMGM tonight, seven to eleven Eastern, from the BetQL Network, America's home for wagertainment. Let's get back to more Back to the Futures with Travis Thomas and Brandon Sprague, only on the BetQL Network.
on it then. Go. Alright. Go, Travis. Welcome back to Back to the Futures. Travis Thomas here with super producer Zach Kroll. We're trying to get Brandon Sprague back online. He's having some technical. Having some issues with Zach Kroll as well. Zach, can you hear me? Okay, check, no, check. Zach. Can anybody hear me? Hey, Brandon, are you there? I, you guys can't see me, but I, I think I'm still here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can't see you. I can hear you. Great. Zach, who's supposed to give us the lines, can't no, hear him, but we can see him. I mean, we have ham, no burger, peanut butter, no jelly, baby. <laughs> it's okay. We press on, man. I Look, we can play this game. Uh, if we can't get Zach, I can mix in a couple here. I, I think we got some really interesting games this coming weekend in the National yeah. Football League. I think we got some really good matchups uh, in college football as well. Where would you like to start? I will choose. Which pick your poison would you like to go with here? All right, now wait a minute. Now we're going on the fly here. So are you yep. telling me you have the lines in front of you? Because I don't. So I, I would love to guess. Oh, yes. all right, let's go college football first. You want to go college football? Yes. Okay, here we go. College football. We got some pretty big games this weekend. A lot to choose from. Right. Uh, I will start with an SEC game. A team okay. that many kind of wonder how legit are they. Uh, they're coming off of a pretty impressive victory. You may have heard of them. Texas A&M. Oh. Texas A&M on the road at Missouri. Travis, what did that line open between A&M and Missouri in Missouri? First of all, I know you're trolling me right now. I know. I know, Sprague. Mm. I know this is a troll job. I know what is you're it? trying to do. And I tell you what, before I answer, I'll go ahead and do it. I would like to apologize to Texas A&M quarterback Zach Calzada, who I said his scholarship should be revoked. He should go to community college and have to pay out of pocket after Texas A&M inexplicably lost to Arkansas when Arkansas had nine different quarterbacks playing in the game because their quarterback got hurt. This Calzada kid couldn't make any plays. Whatever you say, tomato, I say tomato. He goes out and beats Alabama, the number one team in the land. So I apologize to him and all the Aggie family. Now, uh, I'm going to you said it's in Mizzou, right? It's in Mizzou. It's in Mizzou. Texas A&M coming off that big win. They're obviously going to be favored by a touchdown. I don't think Mizzou's good this year. I mean, I they're like 500. I'll go Texas A&M minus seven. Minus seven, seven. Minus seven and a half. Yeah. Look, give me the hook. I, I like the apology. Calzada, Calzada, Calzone. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> they got the win against Bama. That's what they wanted. This line actually opened Texas A&M on the road. Yeah. Vegas Insider Consensus says Texas A&M nine-point favorites right now. The over oh. is 61. So we should get some points in Missouri. Wow. I like Mizzou there, buddy. What do you think? I I'm kind of digging the Mizzou vibe. I think I think I think A&M played their best possible game. They caught Alabama napping, which there's no excuse for that. And I'm I think this is a really interesting 
How do you respond to that law or to that win against Alabama against a lesser opponent situation? No doubt. Hey, by the way, Brandon, we do have Zach. Zach is back in the house now. Zach, you can hear us. Travis, what's going on, my man? I can't. We can't see Brandon, but we can hear his golden pipes. The voice of God. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What? What? Give us some more, Sprague's. Okay, we got the NFL. I, I, this is an interesting game, too. Um, I think we look ahead, right? We just talked about the Chargers and what they did against the Browns. How about the Chargers on the road in Los Angeles, or in mm. Baltimore, excuse me, against okay. Lamar and the Ravens? What is that line? Oh, well, usually, and Zach, you can get involved here, too. Usually... I would say a home team, obviously you give them the three, and then that would stick. But because of that big win that the Chargers is coming off, I'm going to guess this opened at a pick em. I'll go pick them with this game here. What do you say, Zach? Yeah, some similar thinking there. I was so impressed with what the Chargers were able to do today in a game where everything didn't really go their way. As you guys mentioned earlier, the Browns were just running the ball uh, right down their throat and were playing some good defense. But Justin Herbert just said, I'm the best player on this field and no one could stop me. And next week going into Baltimore against Lamar Jackson, playing in Baltimore, going all the way to the East Coast, that's going to be a challenge. But I think Vegas has to respect the Chargers now based on what they did against Cleveland. Uh, I'm going to say minus two in favor of Baltimore. Oh, all right. Uh, Right now, the Vegas insider consensus says L.A. on the road in Baltimore is a Three and a half point favorite for the Ravens. The over under is 50 and a half. Wow. Three and a half. So listen, first of all, I am surprised by that, but yeah, I would lay, I would lay that. I I mean, I think with what Zach said, you know, coming across country, God, Baltimore is such a tough place to play always. And then even though the chargers defense is very good, I mean, honest to God, has anyone solved the regular season Lamar Jackson puzzle? So, uh, for me, I that hook scares me, Brandon. That that yeah. you know, three and a half. If I could get that down to three, maybe closer to game time, it might come down. Uh, I think I would lay it with the Ravens, to be honest with you. Now, Zach, you you I believe had a bunch of lines that you wanted to throw at both of us. So let's get Brandon guessing some lines as well. Do you have some? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, Were you thinking NFL or college? Whatever you bring. Yeah. All right, cool. So we'll start with the NFL. This is an interesting one. Um, The Arizona Cardinals being led by Kyler Murray, they're going to be heading on the road to Cleveland, taking on another former Oklahoma Sooners quarterback in Baker Mayfield. Arizona at Cleveland. What do we think? Uh, You know, that one's a tough one. I think this one's going to be a really close. It's a field goal or less situation. I still think this – the. The numbers have got to still back the Cleveland Browns. I think you score 42 points, you win most of your games. Uh, I'm going to say Arizona on the road at Cleveland. I'll say Cleveland is a two-point favorite. I'm going to go the opposite. I, I, I don't know how in the hell uh, the Browns could be favored at this point. I get it's in the dog pound, wow. but Arizona is kicking butt and taking names. I'm going to go Arizona uh, minus one. So apparently – Vegas still doesn't respect the Arizona Cardinals that much yet. Cleveland right now sitting at minus three to open yep. things up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look, how you Travis, betting that, Sprague? Travis, let me, I'll tell you right now how I'm betting. I'm taking Cleveland. Look, Arizona has got to be the team 
we all key on now in the next two to three weeks. They're going to drop a game or games, plural. They're a very sure. good team. I'll give them a lot of credit. I'm surprised. I owe them apology. Cliff Kingsbury seems to know what he's doing, and Kyler is playing like an MVP. But I don't think that they're undefeated for eight weeks type good. This was a very good win for them today against San Francisco, but let's not overlook the fact <laughs> they took on Trey Lance. I think going into the dog pound is going to be tough. I'd expect a close game, but I think this is the weekend. I think this is going to be it for Arizona the year they the week they fall to five and one, and Cleveland gets a nice bounce back victory. They ran the ball effectively. The Niners were able to move the ball on the ground against Arizona. Cleveland's got a better running game, and I don't think they'll be quite as putrid on defense. I would take I would take Cleveland minus the three with that right now. Okay, okay well, listen, I'm going to take the Cardinals, and I'm going to ask you this, because you said in the next two or three weeks, you expect the Cardinals to drop a game. So let's say, for the sake of this conversation, Sprager, they beat Cleveland. Then they get long-neck uh, quarterback that killed you today in Mills mm -hmm. with Houston. Then they play Green Bay. Let's say they win all those, win all those games. Will you apologize to the Cardinals? The same way I did the Calzone kid at Texas A&M. Uh, I tell you right now, if they win all three of those, I will I will write a rap apology to Cliff Kingsbury <laughs> and Tyler Murray. They're not winning all three of those. I would be, I, I would be happy if you're Arizona. You're happy if they win one of the three, and I think you're ecstatic if they win two of the three. I would not be expecting them to go three and zero in that stretch. <laughs> Give us some more, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is an interesting one. Uh, a team that Brandon mentioned earlier, the Dallas Cowboys, they're going to be heading on the road to another team that Sprague uh, bet on today. Unfortunately, they didn't come through, uh, the New England Patriots. So what do we think? Dallas at New England. Ooh. I think this is – look, I, I think the, the it's out. I think we know. Like, Belichick's team's not very good. I know he yeah. should get some offensive linemen back from his COVID list. That probably didn't help today, but it was still a pathetic performance. They yeah. won't play quite as poorly – and I think Dallas is the real deal Holyfield. I think that line right now is Dallas minus four and a half. Oh, no way, bro. Yeah. Yep. Look, that, it's still Foxborough. I get it. But, uh, you know, Tom Brady's not walking through that door. Patriots haven't been playing great. It, you still have to respect that home field. I'll, I'll, I'm with you. I think Dallas is favored, but no way by that many points. I'll take – I'll go two and a half. I'll go uh, Cowboys minus two and a half. Travis gets on the right side of this one. It's actually Dallas minus one and a half. Wow. So maybe still uh, not sold on those Cowboys just yet, or they just hey, the buy it all day. Dallas is going to run the football. I, I just, they're going to outman them. I, I think a lot of that is home field, Belichick, pass stuff. Dallas is the real deal. I love Dallas in this spot. I actually think this game's going to look a lot like when the Patriots hosted Tom and the Buccaneers. Uh, yeah. I think Patriots are going to hang in there, be right in it with a chance to win in the end. But I'm with you. I think Dallas will win and probably cover that number. But I'm going to keep my eye on this. This is one of those why I love doing this show. You know, we get the lines when they open. But as the week goes on, that number is going to go up to more what you were saying, Sprager. If I can get it, at three, three and a, I need that hook. If I can get it at three and a half, four, uh, I'll take the Patriots to cover all day. I think this could be a field goal game. All right, we'll go to one more uh, college. I'm not sure if you uh, did this game yet, but um, we have the game of the week next week. Uh, Kentucky, they're undefeated in the SEC. They're heading on yep. the road to Georgia. Did you guys do that game yet? Or? We did no, not. We haven't done that. No. All right, Kentucky at Georgia. What do we think? Uh, Kentucky at Georgia. Woo! 
It's a big number, Sprague. It's got to be a big number. It's Georgia. They they kind of struggled out the gate a little bit versus Auburn. They were able to pull away. I'm going to say that this is Georgia, and it's going to be a big number. I'm going to say it's Georgia minus 24. Oh, come on. 24? I'll go Dude, it's 17. Georgia I'll go, at home. I'll go 17. I hear our music. I have no idea how much time we have. So I'll go 17. What is it, Zach? Bray gets it. 24 and a half. <laughs> yeah, baby. Still to come, we'll talk more college football playoffs, including who we think will make it. And speaking of playoffs, we'll update you on who you should be putting your money on for the World Series. Back to the Futures. We'll be back. Each weeknight, listen and react as the games unfold with BetMGM Tonight from 7 to 11 Eastern. Available on BetQL and the Odyssey app and streaming on Twitch.tv. Start your day with a daily tip featuring Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger. Weekday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on The Bet. Presented by BetMGM. Urban Meyer has been a bad dude from the jump. Let's quit giving this guy a pass because he's a great football coach or was in college because he's a terrible pro football coach. He left Florida in shambles. He had 31 players arrested when he was at Florida. Many of those guys stayed on the team. And we're not talking about misdemeanors. We're talking about domestic violence, strangulation, criminal activity. Then he goes to Ohio State and he knows that one of his head coaches has been charged with domestic violence and he acts indignant. This guy has left a wake of garbage every single place he has been and nobody holds him accountable because he's a football coach who wins games. It's deplorable. His apologies suck and he should be fired. End of story. The Daily Tip, morning 6 to 9 Eastern from the BetQL Network, your home for wagertainment.
The sports betting world never sleeps, so wrap up your day with BetMGM Tonight, featuring Ryan Horvat, Quentin Mayo, and Trista Crick, 7 to 11 Eastern, from the BetQL Network. Jared Goff has been to a, a Super Bowl more recently than Aaron Rodgers. Oh, <laughs> Let's yes. go. We yes. have four straight hours of Trista Crick making bad jokes about the Packers to irritate Ryan Horvat. This is true. You but make sure but the, you don't touch the that difference was, The difference was in the games, Aaron Rodgers won his and won Super Bowl MVP, well, whereas Jared Goff two years later was um, exiled. But Todd, Todd Gurley's knee was like shredded to yes. pieces at that point. <laughs> well, yes. Sean, Sean McVay was the quarterback of that team. This is exactly what tonight is going to be. Oh no! I, I will literally walk Aaron off Rod- the set. Aaron Rodgers three and out. Oh, I hope it starts off bad. Oh no! Because I'm going to have to no, get in between love, these two. I'm all on this Ryan. side. BetMGM tonight, seven to eleven Eastern, from the BetQL Network, America's home for wagertainment. We're all on this planet together, so join Odyssey and find your one thing. After Halloween this year, don't throw out your jack-o'-lantern. Use it to start composting instead. Pumpkins and other gourds are perfect additions to any compost pile. Also, you can add container soil and roots from potted plants that have withered away. And if you have a garden, be sure to add garden waste from cleaning and pruning, like stems, roots, and leaves. Join Odyssey, and together, each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? A lot can happen in a day. A lot of... A lot of... And a lot of... Make any day a payday with the BetQL Day Pass. Unlock all of BetQL's proven data and analytics, five-star bets, and insider info for just one day so you can make better bets on whatever single day you want. No subscriptions, no strings, and all for less than five bucks. The BetQL Day Pass, exclusively from BetQL. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Let's get back to more Back to the Futures with Travis Thomas and Brandon Sprague, only on the BetQL Network. Yes, we are back, and we are back to the Futures. I got to tell you, it's the best show out there, and I love our show title, Back to the Futures. I mean, what's better than that, Brandon? You got to admit, Travis Thomas, Brandon Sprague here. All right, let's get into this because the world shifted. In college- All right, we might have lost Travis there. Am I, am I still hot? Am I still good? Hear you, but lost Travis uh, also. All right, well, we lost Travis Yo. Thomas. Apologies there. Wait, oh, wait. wait. Hey! All right. hey! They tried to mute me. I got a message that said an operator muted you. Do you want to unmute yourself? And I clicked, hell yeah, even though hell yeah wasn't an option. I wrote it in. Uh, Travis, saying, Travis, Travis, let me let me give updated odds for the listeners out there. What would you right. set the odds at right now that we finish the show without you being interrupted? <laughs> <again>? <laughs> Take the under. (laughs) So I was saying that, you know, the college football world shifted when Alabama lost to Texas A&M. And now uh, we have chaos in college football. I love chaos. I mean, I guess if we were betting men, which we are, give me four teams right now. You would bet on to make the college football playoff when it's all said and done. Give me the four. Well, I still think it's going to be Bama and Georgia. I know Bama, okay. look, they didn't they didn't play their best game. I think they overlooked 
A&M a little bit because of how bad Calzada had been going in. Uh, Alabama's not losing the rest of the season. They will probably end up winning the SEC, and I think it's going to be Bama, Georgia. After that, man, three and four spots are going to be incredibly (laughs) tight and difficult to figure out. I'm going to say right now, I'll say Cincinnati gets in. We have our first year with a group of five because college football is a cluster F. Yeah. And I'm going to go with the Big Ten champion. Although, you know what? What? Scratch that. I'm going with the Big 12. I think Oklahoma is going to run the table. I think Oklahoma, they had their test. They damn near failed it. But now they have found their quarterback in Caleb Williams. I think he is the real deal. And I trust Lincoln Riley and that mediocre conference. I will take Oklahoma. By the way, Caleb Williams out of Washington, D.C., just saying, covered him. He was an absolute stud. Now, Sprager, I got to tell you, I love the Sooners, love Caleb. I think they're going to lose in that season finale in Stillwater against Oklahoma State. I think that's the hiccup for them. I'm going to give you a team, and you're going to think I'm nuts, but just hear me out. I don't think we can write off the Buckeyes yet. Honestly, think about this. They have a chance to play Penn State. They have a chance to play Sparty. They have a chance to play Michigan. They win those. They win the Big Ten. How do you keep them out? By the way, that Oregon loss now looks a lot better. Oregon's the real deal. I mean, and we'll see how it goes the rest of the way for Oregon, but they look like the real deal to me. Certainly, that loss doesn't look as bad as it did when they got straight up punked by Oregon. So, I am not willing to write off Ohio State yet. I am glad that you and I finally agree because I've been telling you that Cincy's going to get in. I'm going Bama, Georgia, Cincy, and I'm just going to say the Big Ten winner. I do believe that Oklahoma will lose that game to Okie State, and it's just going to come down to whose conference is tougher if they both have one losses. I think everyone will agree it's the Big Ten. I think the Big Ten winner, I'm still going to bet on Ohio State to do it. I'm taking Ohio State to make the playoff. I, I think I think you're a little misguided in Ohio State for this reason, Travis. They may very well win the Big Ten. They control their destiny. Mm-hmm. I still think they lose another game. They're playing patsies. If you go look at the schedule, I mean, yeah. they're beating garbage teams. They beat up on Maryland. They beat up on, what, Tulsa? Like, Rutgers. Yep. Rutgers. These are games they should be winning by these margins. But I think because of how bad they looked against Oregon and shaky against Minnesota, we're giving them a lot of credit. I will admit I think C.J. Stroud is more comfortable. I just don't know how much I'm willing to trust him because I think Michigan is maybe turning a corner a little bit this year. Dare we say Michigan is back. Um, Mm. Get through Penn State. They're in your division. But here's my thing with Oklahoma. They were down 21 to Texas. I think Texas is really stinking good. And then they subbed their quarterback. They came back. They went on basically a walk-off run. To escape wins like that, sometimes to get to the playoff, you need weird, fluky things like that to happen. And I think they beat a very good Texas team. And Lincoln Riley owns the mullet, Mike Gundy. I'm not concerned about Oklahoma State. Oklahoma's (laughs) fared very well against them in the past. Hey, man, if I could grow hair, I'd grow a mullet. Don't knock the mullet. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. I, I grew a white trash mullet last summer. I'll tell you, it's nice. And then eventually you're just like, I got to cut this thing. It's, it's getting too long. Got too long. I love it. By the way, there needs to be a 30 for 30 for Spencer Rattler. I mean, Jeez. what happened there, Brandon Sprague? 
Travis, should we burn our Spencer Rattler Heisman tickets? Have we burned those yet? I mean, yeah, we might as well, dude. I'm burning a lot of tickets over here. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the Spencer Rattler one's as good as done. You don't think he starts, do you? They're going to roll with Caleb now, right? No, yeah. I, I, I think if you look back to last year when Spencer came out in that game, he ended up coming back and they ended up getting a win. You didn't see that. I think you got a confident Caleb Williams at quarterback. I think yep. Lincoln Riley knows it. He's making throws that Spencer just quite frankly was missing or not seeing. Uh, I think that win paid dividends for Caleb Williams. I think he's the starter unless he, he shows that he doesn't deserve it anymore. All right. Now, here's a team we didn't talk about being in the playoff, and we should. I'm looking at their schedule. I want to ask you. Iowa. So they get Purdue this week. Then they go to Camp Randall, but we know Wisconsin's down this year. They go to Northwestern, another very winnable game you would think Iowa should be able to handle. They're at home for Minnesota. They're at home against Illinois. They finish uh, taking on Nebraska on the road. I mean, to me, Sprager, looking at their schedule, they should win out, right? I see two losses. Really? Yep. I think they're going to lose. I think they're going to lose at Camp Randall, and I think they're going to lose against Nebraska at the end of the year. Oh! My mind is blown right now. Really? Hey, this is what Iowa does. They win early. They make you think you're buying in, and then suddenly they have a dud. And I think the Wisconsin game's the one to, to not overlook. I get Wisconsin's not traditional Wisconsin this year. I still think they're capable on any given day in Camp Randall to beat a team like Iowa. I'll be interested to see what that spread opens up. And then Nebraska, say what you want. Their record's not great. Scott Frost, man, he's he's pushing teams Damn near beat Michigan. They're getting close, and I think they're going to get somebody this year, a really big win. If I'm to see a big win on their schedule, I think it's Iowa. I really do. I could be mistaken. I think Iowa's going to lose two games this year. All right, so hold on. Let's do the same thing. Look back in your crystal ball. You like Michigan. You said, I dare I say, Michigan's back. Northwestern at home this week, we know. Then they go to East Lansing, take on Sparty. Home against the Hoosiers. They go to Penn State. They go to Maryland. Then they host uh, Ohio State this this year in the big house. How many losses there do they win out? I think they're going to suffer two losses as well. Oh, my God. I can't even take it. Who are they what? losing to? I think they lose to Michigan State. And I still, I mean, you t tell me when they actually beat Ohio State. I'll believe that when I see it. <laughs> so you like them beating Penn State and Penn State? Yeah, I could see that. All right. Harbaugh's, Harbaugh's had a house of horrors at Happy Valley. He's been there for the whiteout game. Like, we've seen him in that spot not look up to par. I think this year's a little different. I think the way they run the football defensively, man, they, they are all over the field defensively. I, I, I like their odds to be able to win that game. All right, so before we move on and talk baseball, you're going Bama, Georgia, Cincy, and Oklahoma. Is that correct? That is correct. All right, I'm going Bama, Georgia, Cincy, and Ohio State. The okay. Ohio State. So uh, I'm putting this down because you know this is back to the future. So we have to make <laughs> notes of all these things. All right, so have you been paying attention to the baseball playoffs? Because I want to ask you, uh, I went on air on my show this uh, when the playoffs started a few weeks back, and I said, listen, I like Dodgers-Yankees in the World Series. How do you think that played out for me? I had a ticket <laughs> on it. It didn't last long. Uh, the Dodgers still alive. Updated odds to win the World Series. Of course, Dodgers favored, uh, plus uh, 230. Astros, plus 275. 
Giants plus 550, Rays plus 800, Braves, Sox, Brewers, and the other Sox all plus 1,000. In fact, the uh, White Sox are plus 2,500. Who do you like in the uh, World Series futures? Oh, I, I I love a couple teams here. One, I just want to say I get why the Dodgers are favorites. They got a road split. That was big. The Giants still give great value at plus 550. I think you yep. get them at 5-1. to one. You've got to love their odds. I mean, you don't win 107 games by luck. You win 107 games because you're a damn good team with a complete pitching staff. Uh, uh, my two favorites, though, Astros at plus, uh, plus 275 is probably okay. my favorite with okay. the Tampa Bay Rays, a very close second at plus 800. I think those are the two teams that will meet in the ALCS. That's yep. the matchup we're going to get. And quite frankly, I think that could be the uh, the deciding factor of the World Series. As good as the Dodgers and Giants have been, I do think an AL team is going to be hoisting that trophy. What? And I, love, I love the Astros and the Rays. I think they're very, very good baseball teams that are getting a little, well, a little disrespected in some very good value. Well, we agreed on everything in the AL until you said they're going to hoist the championship. I disagree there, but I agree with you with the Strohs and Rays uh, being the ALCS. To me, I, I look, you said it. The Rays are – they're being disrespectful. Let's, let's just call it what it is. They are being disrespected not only by these odds, but by the people in their damn town that don't even care. I mean, to me, I think they're the most complete baseball team in the AL – I like the Rays, especially at that number, plus 800. But in the end, it's going to be an NL team, whether it's the Giants, whether it's the Dodgers. I have no idea. It's going to be one of those two would be my guess. And yeah. I, I I, don't see how you can't roll with the Dodgers at this point. I mean, honest to God, that roster, Sprager, they are the Avengers. I just don't see how they lose. If they get by the Giants, they're not losing to anyone, in my opinion. The Giants are the only chance to beat them. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of that belief, right, that those two teams are playing for the World Series. I just – I look at the Astros, man, and I, I know we make the jokes about them cheating. That was an awful look for baseball. There's something special about that group, though. They seem to come through when people doubt them. And Tampa Bay, man, I cannot look past Tampa Bay. I know they got a split against Boston and a dogfight against the Red Sox, but Tampa Bay at plus 800 is very, very, very good value. Well, listen, I don't know how we did it, but we overcame all kinds of technical issues and still had a kick-ass show on Back to the Futures. We're back next week. Travis Thomas, Brandon Sprague, Super Producer Zach Kroll, Back to the Futures. We'll be back next week. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some bets from Travis Thomas and Brandon Sprague on Back to the Futures from BetQL.
the best players in the league perform even better with a great assist. And using BetQL to help take your sports betting to the next 